0: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number this podcast is going out on Friday, the 23rd of January, and I will be performing tonight in Portland at the Aladdin Theater for the Fun Comfortable Tour. First show sold out. I think there might be a few tickets left for the 10 o'clock show, and Saturday in Denver I'll be performing uh, as well. So go to funcomfortabletour.com to get tickets, funcomfortabletour.com. And uh, you know what we should do, Katie? I got an idea. What's that? Well, this is the beginning of the podcast where we like we normally plug stuff, you know, sponsors. We talk about things that we're promoting. You're never really promoting anything other than because you pr- you produce all the podcasts, yes. so you promote other podcasts. But I think it'd be really fun if this was sort of like the community page at the top of the podcast. And I, I want to ultimately, I want to build a community element into Nerdist.com. But I also, but until we do that, um, I think it might be kind of fun. Like, just go to the Nerdist subreddit. Mm -hmm. which is just, uh, you know, our Our nerdist. And if you have events in your town or things that you want to promote, just not commercial products, (laughs) but you know, like if there's a con going on or if there's a cool thing or if, you know, like, Oh, I have a one man show about whatever, about Dr. Who or whatever, just something that you think our audience would be interested in, in your area, just put post about it. And, um, you know like we'll go through and I think this would be a good place to say like oh you I know if you're, if you're gonna be in Milwaukee go to this thing or if you're gonna be in uh, you yeah, know people
0: an art show or something yeah like exactly that. if you have
1: an art yeah. show like this would just sort of be like the Nerdist Community page uh, sort of like the corkboard at a grocery store it's like <laughs> here's a You know, lost dog, piano lessons. You know, like that that sort of thing. So I love that idea. Yeah. So if there's stuff that you want to promote, or you know, then we'll just we'll start shouting out for people and and not just promoting ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) What are you guys going to do? Is the Super Bowl
0: this weekend? It's Next weekend. It's
1: next. So is there another game this weekend?
0: Pro Bowl is this weekend. But
1: what technically? What is that? The
0: Pro Bowl. Yeah. Is it just uh, like all
1: the all the All Stars basically? Yeah. So they take
0: the NFC and the AFC and they choose like their best players. Or people vote on them, I guess. And then they all come and play.
1: Okay. Okay. And then... Uh,
0: I might watch it. I, I, I don't really care about that as much, though.
1: Okay. I had my mom come on at midnight and talk about the last game with the Seahawks. Ugh. And it was... Are you bummed about the Seahawks?
0: I hate the Seahawks, and they won. So, yes, I'm very bummed. <laughs> it, was, it was... Can I tell you? It was, like, the worst game ever. Because they... The, the Packers were up the whole time. It was five minutes to the end of the game. The Seahawks were down by, like, 12 and they somehow came back and won it.
1: Now, 12 is a big number in Seattle, as we found out. Yep. Because 12, 12 is man. twelve is everywhere, apparently. Now, I am going to question the math on this, Seattle. I love your town. <laughs> but I, there were 12s everywhere. And, they, and so I, when I was performing, I asked the audience, like, what is the number 12? And they're like, w- the fans are the 12th, 12th player. Man. And I'm like, eh, you might want to check the math on that. And then someone explained in detail, it's because the stadium is so loud yeah. that it creates many earthquakes. And so it intimidates other teams, and so they're the 12th player. But, uh, yeah, but
0: People can't even hear. Like A lot of times the players won't hear the whistles and stuff. Oh, right,
1: because they they're trying hear. to psych yeah. them out. Because I know when I got on the plane to fly back from Vancouver the next day, the captain was like, and for those of you interested, uh, Green Bay is up 26 to 0 or whatever it was. And then when we landed, it was like, oh, the Seahawks won. So uh, I don't know what happened under the comeback, but my mom came on at midnight to explain, to walk through, because she is a sports fanatic. Who does she want to win? She I, I don't know. I think she likes well, I think she liked Green Bay. Okay. Um
0: Who's her team? Do you know her team?
1: Well, see, when I was grow I grew up in Miami, my mom grew up in Miami and I lived in Miami when I was a kid. And so the Dolphins were always her team because my grandfather was friends with Don Shula. Okay. And his kids used to babysit me when I when we'd go down there. So I know that she's a Dolphins fan, yeah. I, but that's all I don't know really now.
0: If she's still into them?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really know. I'm not really sure. But um she, uh, she came on the show and sort of walked through, and then, and then she called Jim Roma pussy, which I thought was <laughs> really fun. And uh, you can follow her at, and she started a Twitter account because of oh, an at nerdist mom. So oh,
2: that's great. Her.
1: This episode is Jason Lee and Sam Trammell, who are, they came on together to promote the fact that they are in a show called Cocked, which is on Amazon. It's basically just the pilot, but Jordan Vote roberts who has also been on the podcast and is a friend of ours, directed the pilot, and, uh, and they were great.
0: They were were So cool, so we much fun. about Skateboarding and, and well,
1: because Jason Lee is a I professional know, skateboarder.
0: I, like I used to skate when I was a kid, and I still surf now. And I was just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing that we're talking about."
1: Oh this. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great. So uh, here's a Nerdist podcast number six twenty eight with Jason Lee and Sam Trammell.
2: Now entering Nerdist.com. dot com.
3: The show's huge,
1: right? Is it huge. The uh, at midnight or the Talking Dead show?
3: See, you have. Like, no, I dick, no, no, I didn't. That sounded. No, no, no. At mi- the at midnight show.
1: Yes, it's going very well. It's like
3: a huge thing. You're like a huge, like,
1: you know. I don't know about that, but it's 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 going well. That mm-hmm. we keep getting to make them. That's great. So that's that's excellent news. <clears throat> it's weird for me to go into a year. I'm still not used to going, like, oh yeah, I don't have to freak out about the new year because I'm, I'm working. Like, I have so many years. I'm like, it's January. It's real slow. I don't know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Are you guys done shooting now with the first yeah. season? You're done with the first uh, season? No,
4: we've only done the pilot. Just you the just pilot, did the pilot. Just the new Amazon pilots are streaming right now.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: And basically waiting for the thumbs up or the thumbs down.
1: So they're. Uh, so either way. They're, they, put, they put the pilot up on Amazon. They just put it up for people yeah. to watch. They it's they been up for up, a
3: week. Yeah, they just put it up with no reshoots no like just warts and all just like
1: that's cool that's my friend jordan robert's is does that show which i he's he directed great. our pilot he
3: yeah directed our pilot yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um what a strange i'd sound like an old person but what a strange new world where they're just like here's a pilot Amer- a world what do you think
4: yeah what- it's kind of cool though that they yeah. sort of somewhat leave it up to the public, you know. Oh, instead
1: of just like two executives who are, you have to hope they're in a good mood when they see your thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, let's see. So se- separately here the the loose connections that I have with you. I lived across the street from you for about 3 years. Where was that? Uh, in the Oaks. Oh, Literally yeah. across the street from you. Like the the place where you used to live? My house was on that five-way intersection. Okay. Right there. Like, right
4: I there. miss that house to this day, man. You're, it's su- it was it's such a good, great little piece of land up there. My ex and I, who I lived there with, bef- right before you bought the house and it
1: was on the market, we snuck onto the property once because it was a gated... And it's a shockingly large... His,
3: oh, his property after he left it. Before, before, you got, before it. he got oh, before there.
1: You like, learned. the people... Okay. Oh, oh, it was... Um, Uh, Robert Cray Robert Cray the singer Robert Cray lived there before and then he moved out and uh, it's a really cool house but the property is like it's like an acre and a
4: half of property it's like there's no it's it's a really unique property it's very big sir it's got a very big sir kind of vibe in In the hills
1: yeah it's the the biggest when you're looking like
3: when you look at the like if you look at Zillow or whatever it's like the largest plot of land Is is there a lot of flat too was there a lot of flat
4: maybe half of it's flat Holy
3: they, there was crap. like a mini
4: vineyard on it, and then yeah, grape, grapes, grapes. <laughs> um, really cool. It, yeah. I did. did you, I, had, did I had to do a lot you to did that house for
3: schools. Like, what? Why did you for your kids?
4: I mean, you know, for, my name is Earl. Got canceled. Right, 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 right. I mean, right, right, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, when, when, when you're on a TV yeah. show and, you know, the yeah. next day you're not, that, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the $14,000 yeah. mortgage suddenly seems like yeah, an yeah, extra, right. extra, extra, extra amount like, of, a uh, large like amount 000. of money. It seems like Maybe we yeah. need yeah. an acre and a half. Like, maybe But, maybe I mean, you know, really, like a, it was like a little cabin. That's incredible. Man. You know, and then yeah. a lot of, like, wild California plants and it, it had a really cool kind of vibe to it. Uh-huh. The most, like it was a genuinely
1: magical piece of property that when we snuck on, there were, oh God, Sam, don't die.
3: Sam, what's wrong? Why are you? Sorry, sorry. Wow, are you okay? Is gnarly. this the Nerdist right now? Or are yeah. we doing this? We've,
1: we've been doing it. Yeah, we've already
3: started. I'm just better. I've been sick for like two weeks. I was sick for a week. All the whole, all the kids, everybody. Got everybody, sick. We really got really, sick really from bad. our, we got sick from our kids. And then Miss, Missy and I were sick for for two weeks. Kids like, are p- Kids are just petri dishes. Like the, like one, yeah. you know, if
1: you're, I, all my friends who have kids are like, I know if one kid gets sick, I just kind of go, well, yeah, I'm gonna get that. They
4: started it for sure. Fevers, yeah. flu, coughing. Hospital yes. visits, chest x-rays. Wow. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the two-year-old. Are you? That's scary. Yeah, he was really coughing incessantly, really badly. That's what I've had. I've had this cough.
3: Yeah. But yeah, your kids, like, my kids will just spit in my face. Like, you know? <laughs> like, literally, you're like, I'm not going to get sick. And then all of a sudden, their saliva's in your, on, their, on your eyeball. <laughs> I love yeah, and you, and Daddy. Like, okay, okay, right. yeah, I get it,
1: I get all it.
3: Right. Love me from over there.
1: You're like, okay, I'll probably get sick on that because then they go to school and then kids slobber over there. I mean, like, it's surprising that there's not – it's surprising that there's not – there are not more, like, <laughs> pandemic plagues. Be- I know. C-
4: because of kids interacting yeah. and just
1: switching germs and then but taking them so home. they so
4: strong, though, man. You know what I mean? I get sick and I'm just a wuss. Where's <laughs> my soup? Yeah. You know, they still want to play and they've got all kinds of energy yeah. and we're just old and crusty.
1: Yeah. Because it doesn't feel yeah. well. Because when you're a kid, you're there's, you're so full of hope. Each day is so new and can be anything. And then when you yeah. get older, you're just like, I'm go. I know I have experience with this. I'm going to feel this way yeah. for days, yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. And I don't have the energy.
3: Yeah. When when you when you're a parent, all you you just want to sit. You know, like when you have boys, like all I want to do is sit, and the, and all they want me to do is play bad guy or play pirate or play monster <laughs> or play cop and put them in jail. Yeah. You just don't really you know, and, – and when you're a kid, you look at adults and you go, how come everybody's sitting around? Like, I, I, well, do you want to play? And now I'm that person that's just – Well, why don't you put them like, in jail and then just go sit, sit. down? Oh, uh, that's <laughs> – Okay, you're no, under arrest. Yeah, yeah. Then they want Lock. to be a pirate. You and then you, oh, and
1: then you've got to be a pirate yeah. and break them out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Missy, your a significant other, and I did a pilot together in like 2000. Or two thousand one, yes. That I was. Jeez. That we were all convinced, like we were about to buy the houses because it was the Friends producers, and we're like, "Well, there's no way this isn't going to get picked up." Oh wait, which what, what was it? What it was? Oh, it was called um, "Fuck uh, Kiss the Bride" or "Nobody But You" or some dumb uh-huh. sitcom name. Yeah, yeah. And it was like David Didn't Crane, happen. and like it was, it was, and yeah, and like Kathy Moriarty was on the show, and Leslie Ann Warren, and Dana Day, and Alan Tudyk, and we all thought like, and Missy right. actually replaced the lead actress halfway through oh really and she came in and crushed it and so we yeah. just all thought well this is we're, we're going right. on a nice sitcom <laughs> ride yeah and um didn't, didn't happen
3: n- no yeah yeah um yeah I, that's uh, what happens man i'm so glad i don't I know, I do know. pilot season anymore pilot season well we're basically doing it yeah. it's weird <laughs> because we did a show called cocked right it's on amazon and it 's just out there we haven 't done any reshoots we haven 't kind of tailored it but when you, whenever you see a first episode of a show, you see what was decided was good, and then people reshot and did all this stuff. but ours is just out there so it 's kind of yeah, it 's kind of interesting oh. to to see it raw did and, you guys did, did you work pretty fast did you, did you get through it pretty fast no no, <laughs> <laughs> no we didn 't get the We did a lot of nights. It was a hardcore shoot, wasn't it? Yeah, very hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Where
1: did you guys shoot? It it doesn't... Does it take place in Colorado? Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Rural Colorado, yeah. So we we shot some of it uh, in an old factory downtown, the gun factory. And we shot a lot in Simi Valley, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then then we shot in, in... What
3: was that town that's... The, I mean, it's a part of LA, but it's it. There's no. It's all industry. That's where that's where the gun factory is. The city of industry. It, you would commerce. think. City of commerce. You would think, com- but it's com- not commerce. that place. I don't know. I think it, Commerce is where you can play poker, isn't it? Isn't the City where of Commerce has a yeah, casino. Has poker too. Yeah, it has they have a... Yeah, it's, it's a... It, I don't know. It's a straight... I think it has the most factories. Or There's some stat that I can't remember. Factory Town? Makes I'm just throwing them out now. I don't even know if any <laughs> of these <laughs> no, are... I think it might that. be Factory Town. Yeah. Factory but we were town, all... California. We should kind of shot all over it. It's LA. all those
1: cities that you pass when you're going yeah. to other places, and you're like, who yeah. lives in these weird... Yeah, exactly. Who lives zones. here? Who lives here? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Knott's Berry Farm. So it's a it, there's no. a strange it's loosely connected, but the Commerce Casino, yeah, used to be hor- like terrifying. You would pass it on the way to Disneyland, I think, and it just, it just looks so depressing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like well, people clearly get murdered here every night, and then they yeah. built it up a little bit. They tried
3: to. I make think it a little bit nicer. Missy snuck down there to play poker. Does she play poker? Oh yeah, yeah. We play poker. You go, yeah. you play, both play? Yeah, Missy's obsessed. What is it that you like obsessed. about poker? What it, it's just great. It's great. It's so fun. It's just a great game of like strategy and, and and you know and bluffing and you know hanging out with people, having a few drinks and talking shit. And it's fun. It's like kind of you you're, so like like, you're so I want to like it. you're so
1: unconvinced. No, it's just I, the times that people are like, come over and play poker. I'm like, okay. I get super serious about it. It's not fun. I'm not good oh. at it. Oh, well, then that's and good. And it, and it just, like... It, we play small, slow stakes and, you know,
3: where... <clears throat> this
1: is you're hearing these stories where it's like, oh, yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck went to fucking Vegas and, uh, yeah. and it spent, like, 900 grand. Like, that's... Those are insane. That's... Yeah. Do, do you feel like you have to spend that much money to really get a boner from it? Or is it just the no. actual...
3: No, no, we we have, like, $20 buy-ins... You know, or you know, whatever you can, have, you know. Sometimes more, but uh, yeah, it's great. It's great, Jason. You don't. You're, you're like. No, you're, I'm no you're, po- you're, you're I, not I don't play player.
4: poker. I don't know how to play it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's why you're people, curious. I, you're curious. I see. I see interest. But see, I
4: couldn't do it for I see twenty bucks. Oh yeah You'd, right. want, to, right. You'd yeah. want to do it For like right. a grand Yeah but then I'd get I'd be fucked If I tried to You know Because <laughs> if you lose A grand You gotta go back And try to win it back And then the Absolutely. addiction Kicks in right. yep. If you lose 20 bucks You're like Ah oh, whatever There's
3: there's an addictive there, If you have if you, if you have Addiction things Or if you're You know There is an addictive Kind of Thing, you know, there's a thing that goes along with it that you can, I guess you can get kind of obsessed and and just, I need another hand, I need another hand. That's what kind of,
1: and and I don't, that's what scares me about myself is knowing that I have an addictive personality. There are some things that I purposely avoid. I would not, I did not play uh, World of Warcraft online for the longest time because I was, I knew that it was going to completely demolish my life Mm -hmm. and that I would not be able to think about anything else. And poker, I have friends who, like, they go, they'll they go do the little poker tournaments, the regional poker tournaments, and I'm like, I'm afraid that if I do it and it clicks, like, oh, this is what this is, then I'm not... It's not going to be good. Yeah. It's not going to be good from then on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I I won't play any video game because I feel like I'll, I'll just get obsessed. How old are like, your kids? They're three and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have twins? Yeah. We never... I never call them twins, though, for some reason. But, yeah, I was... You had ovary mates? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they are twins. They're fraternal. But they... Are yeah, they're two two separate egg. What, where am I? Like I'm getting so sud- in. You a, have twin a weird boys. Place. That's it. You have yeah, twin, twin boys, boys. Yeah, you have two dudes who were born at the same were, time. Yeah, but they're not identical. So they were just right. two separate human beings born, happen to be born on the same day. Good job for you. I mean, that was a good good shot. It
1: I mean, was. Yeah. It was not bad, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be proud of that. In, yeah,
4: in theory. Yeah, <laughs> but in in life, we he's completely talking about, overwhelmed and we exhausted. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You ever yeah. see? Have you ever like, have You ever see? Whenever I see the name Nadia Suleman or Octomom pop up, and then like, how the fuck? Why would anyone possibly? Because because when you get when kids are in groups, they're like hyenas, right? Like they mm-hmm. activate each other. So isn't it better yeah. to isolate them?
3: Well, there's this idea, you know, people will say, "Oh, you have twins, great, they can entertain them themselves." And I'm like, no, because. They're entertaining themselves for two seconds, then they're fighting, or they're playing so rough that you think they're going to kill themselves, or, you know, or they both want your ta- – I mean, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It's yeah. totally exhausting. And, and obviously, you went, what, how far
1: along in the pregnancy did you find out that it was going to be Twins. And uh, what was your immediate
3: reaction? I was freaked out Oops, hooray Yeah, no, no, no I was freaked out Because we, we have two I have two good friends That have had twins that, And I know how hard it is But we found out Like, we, first we just thought we had one We just thought we had one And then one of those guys Was hiding behind the other one And oh. then we found out a little later That there were two
1: Good, and you were yeah. very, and you were happy
3: Yeah, I mean, come on we, we not you're going to Slip the doctor a hundred and go So there's not <clears throat> just one of them Like, you can't yeah, No, yeah, you got no. what you got <laughs> Yeah yeah, no, totally I mean, so, so lucky I mean, they're, it's amazing
4: And yours, how far apart I, yours? Uh, 11, 6, and 2 Oh, wow Yeah, so I, I. I'm. it's good It's actually good People say closer, the better No, you give them a little space They get along better The oldest mm-hmm. takes care of the middle And the middle takes care of the youngest <laughs> Nice There you go yeah, yeah, because you have alphas You have, like, dominant Each yeah. one knows 11 boy, 6 girl Right 2 and a half boy Right. And she's very patient with the little one, and the the oldest boy he hangs he, he hangs with him. He's good, right? He's not yet fourteen or fifteen, and she's six. You know what I mean? He's still kind of a boy himself. Yeah. Does he still? Are you still cool to him, or are you starting to?
1: Is like is he starting to rebel as he approaches?
4: No, he's rad. He's super mellow and cool, and we go skateboarding together, and like we've got a cool bond, which is great. Is he good? Is he good skateboard? He's getting there for sure. Yeah, he's he skates every day. He just broke his foot oh, a couple of days ago. Is that a bad he, 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 he cracked his. Good. He cracked it. He's locked. He's a real skater now. You know, you got to <laughs> break something. Yeah, you got to break. Yeah, he he rolled his ankle <laughs> skating and cracked his bone, and he's got an air cast and that ass. and he's in. He's now,
1: proud. In yeah. the
3: seventies, you're proud of him too.
1: I can yep. tell.
4: <laughs> I remember in the seventies having
1: there. There was a like when I first noticed skateboarding was a thing, and it was just basically those skinny boards. Yeah. Um, that's when I was into skateboarding, but then it was supplanted by BMX bikes. Mm. And then when BMX bikes kind of fell out a little bit and then, like, the fat boards came in, Mm. I was not – I could not get on it at that point. But Mm. watching watching skateboarders from the 70s and 80s, it – just it looks so dangerous like everything looks like it's designed to murder you in some way as opposed to now I feel like there's real technology behind it and you know, boards and wheels and
4: the and the surfaces but it's pretty amazing what they were doing on those boards back in the day when you know when Tony Alva discovered the first empty pool basically and he that's he, he was the guy that said when when the waves are shitty we can still surf <laughs> i mean that's what skateboarding was mm-hmm. was considered at the time you know concrete surfing and the boards were sketchy i'm sh- you know what i mean so narrow i had
3: i told you my jason i told you about my first board was a, a fiberflex yep board those were awesome with tracker trucks yep. mid-size and green kryptonic wheels yeah I mean, and I was obsessed with that board. And my brother, I gave it to him recently because my brother s- still skates. You still have that board? No, he. I know it'd be worth so much, right? It would be. It would just be, or it would just be badass. But I gave it to him, and he was like, "This board's so rad! It's so like." Uh, and then he just destroyed it, like he, he like. <laughs> he skated so, it. it.
4: Yeah, he skated it. That's yeah, better than it sitting in a closet. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. He yeah. skated it in Florida at a skate park. All and, that stuff's yeah. coming back though. There's a I'm huge sure. retro resurgence in skating. Like even my company, we're making old shapes from the you know from the early '90s and stuff, because there's a you know guys like to cruise around and it's cool to see. Like Mm. even young kids, like four or five years ago, young kids had no idea who Tony Alva was. Now all like twelve year old skaters, you know, look up to Tony Alva now. Like they know the history of skating now. It's really cool. It's kind of it's all come full circle. Are there Mm -hmm. subcultures within the skating
1: community where? It's cooler to like really go to an empty pool rather than a skate park that was designed for skaters, or is it not?
4: Skaters skate anything now, which is great. And, you know, and the cool thing about skating now is there are skate parks everywhere, and they all have bowls, pools, basically. So when I was growing up skating, we basically just had the streets because there were no skate parks. Even in Huntington Beach, where I grew up, now there's 10, 12, 15 skate parks in L.A., so 10-year-old skaters can slide down handrails and jump down stairs but they can also carve pool, like skate <laughs> transition. So skaters now are way better than than they were 10 years ago because right. they're so more, so much more well-rounded. Yeah. I, I I remember the I remember the cultural shift
1: when skating first Became a thing, and then just slowly watching signs go up at malls like no skateboard. (laughs) Like (laughs) they had to start. Yeah, Yeah. but why don't why doesn't an establishment want people skating there? I mean, like it's more people at their establishment. Are they are are they worried that it scares people away
4: or that it like at a mall like a shopping mall grinding curbs and stuff? I think um, the you know messing up the property. You know, it chunks. It breaks the concrete and maybe uh, liability reasons. Yeah, liability. Yeah.
3: Or they're just be grumpy cool. because they, would...
4: they they don't get to do that. Right, exactly. There's like
3: those darn kids. Uh, it would be cool if just like there were skaters everywhere, like you like in the, like inside malls, you're just walking <laughs> around and there's just like dudes just you know grinding you know ra- you know their rails on just the, everywhere, every, like anywhere, like it just could happen. You know, that'd be kind of cool.
1: I think some people would imagine a world where that's the case. Yes, where there's just where it's skate. It, what what are some of the biggest what are some of the biggest issues that the skating community faces?
4: Uh, I guess harassment and getting kicked out of spots. Because I always find skaters pretty much keep to themselves. Like, it doesn't really seem like totally. they're troublemakers. They just want to do their thing and not – they don't really want to get in anyone's <laughs> – No, they just want to find a place where they can learn tricks and push themselves and, you know. And... But it's kind of amazing, you know, like just even TV – just the fact that, that
3: uh, like skate competitions are covered now on yeah. NBC or ABC or CBS on a Saturday or a Sunday in the middle yeah. of the day or like BMX is covered yeah. or like surfing is covered. I mean it's kind of crazy. I feel like these, these kind of sports that used to be kind of very independent, loner sports, you do it on your own. Are really being more accepted by society. And like snowboarding used to never be legal, and now snowboarding on every mountain you can snowboard. And it's an Olympic event. And it's an Olympic event. Yes, exactly. As skating, I mean, skating should be too. Totally. I mean, it's, which that. is kind of cool. It feels like it's being more accepted. Yeah, all all for these sure. kind of,
4: yeah.
1: you know, like these. Yeah, I don't know why just words. putting snow under it makes it more accepted as, as it's a. It's the same, yeah, it's the same thing as skating. I mean, I would say in a lot of instances it's equally if not i would say actually more dangerous if you're skating over concrete you know like you basically if you fall i mean at least if you're on at least if you're on snow i mean of course it's going to hurt but you get a little bit of uh, you know you get a little bit of a frictionless slide as opposed to thud yeah you
4: know? concrete hurts a lot more than snow that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's for damn sure i can attest to skating that skating is
3: so dangerous man what? i mean it's so dangerous i mean you can even just hitting a little pe- i remember i kind of like in college i was like yeah man i'm going to start skating again and skate to class and so i got my board up in college and like the first day I took it out, my, my, I hit a little pebble yeah. and my board stopped and I went flying, yeah. you know, and I was like, okay, never again. You know, I mean, yeah. it almost broke my elbow. <laughs> I mean, right, what about the little pebbles? isn't that I mean you know, do you know what I'm talking about the
4: pebbles are the killers man. <laughs> that's the ironic thing. Like, I mean, right. you can be the raddest uh, skater right. and break your wrist hitting a pebble So, they, right because I didn't know if like because you
3: were a professional skateboarder somehow like the pebble doesn't affect you but the pebbles, the pebble no, right I, I've had some fights with some pebbles over the years <laughs> for pebbles. sure yeah professional skaters are still bound by the laws of physics like, I mean, Yeah. They, that's right. still... isn't it, like I never you never see that in videos where like some guy you see guys doing radical crashes but you never see the pebble crash <laughs> <You know? laughs> we're just it's a, a real it's a real
1: because from, if casual. you're taking video of it it would be a, it would be a seemingly invisible barrier has halted the board yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's... completely transferred the momentum to the human being on top of it right what was your worst skating injury
4: i broke my pelvis and oh. that hurt a lot of course yeah um, broke my wrist Really bad shinners, stitches, sprained wrists, uh, sprained ankles. Um, knocked my head around a couple times. Yeah, and you just keep going. Knocked my head around a couple times. Concussions from. Yeah, that's why I don't even know where I am right now. We're in we're in Van Nuys, right? We're in Van Nuys, California. Okay, good. Yeah. This
1: is a yeah. pornography audition. <laughs> right. uh, that's why there's a couch over there. Uh Did you learn anything from skating that you felt like you could take into like were there were there were there skill sets like what is it basically what i 'm trying to do is create an environment so that people when they have to argue to their parents this is why skating is important to me, they can say
4: because I could learn this or this or this wow that 's a damn good question ah uh, man um in terms of applying it to something else? Yeah.
1: Resiliency or, or focus or... I mean, at
4: the very least, confidence that you can do something. That right. you've done something, you've established yourself as, as being good at something. And, you know, going into the acting thing, at, you know, at the very least, I had a, a sense of when I take something on, I think I'm pretty good at getting it done. Mm-hmm. You know, and also being around crowds of people having competed in front of thousands of people, and then being on my first set and being, you know, I was a little less nervous maybe, you know. Did you find that there was a
1: learning curve between figuring out tricks on your own
4: and then doing them in front of crowds of people? Uh, No, that would mainly just be the nerve thing screws you up and suddenly you're not as good, apparently. When you're in front of a bunch of people, you fall off your board more. and I mean... the you know contests back in the day were in bigger in the early '90s and '80s. They were in the big arenas, you know, and they'd announce your name next up, Jason right. Lee, and you'd have to go do your routine. And it's tunnel vision, and you're nervous and shaky, and you're falling off your. And the guys that could do it and would win, they just didn't have those nerves. Like I, I mean, it was really hard mm. skating in front of people like that did you have a what what did you do when you were, when you were young? did you,
1: <laughs> I
3: was, did you, did you have a thing? I was not in front of thousands of people uh, what did uh, you do sam what, what do I have? I got nothing um, <clears throat> what did i well i, 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 I uh I skated but I was, I was telling uh telling you guys earlier i just went you just go straight down and then the the hill <laughs> like it was one of those i was when i when I was into skating um yeah you'd look at the books and you'd see the guys on the doing the handstands and the You know, it was, it was, I feel like there were two schools. There was sort of the punk rock skaters who were doing the pools. And then there were the skaters that I saw in books in West Virginia that were kind of like the ballet skaters, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, no, no, I was, so I did, I was like, you know, I did like uh, the basic team sports, you know, like baseball and um, golf Yep. I golf for a while. I, I can't stand golf now. <laughs> when, um, why did the love die? Well, I just got sick of it. I was competing, and, and I it was just one of those things. You know, I feel like some some of us have those sports we did as a kid, and then you you give it up and you find something else. Like I really like to surf now. So if I have four hours, I'll I'll go out and you know I'll spend that surfing instead of instead of golfing. Um, Definitely a lot yeah. more exciting. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, golfing, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? I mean,
3: I think so. That's weird. Usually, people go from surfing to golfing. Like, I it's weird so. that you
1: did the reverse. Yeah,
3: yeah. And and I would argue that surfing is, is People say golf is hard, and it is. But surfing is way harder. How about uh, surf golfing. Surf golfing is easy. <laughs> okay. That's that's not hard. Right, that's really no, no no no. It's wh- a good question. Wh- wh- it's, a, wh- it's, a, it's, a, it's a very fair so question. Why why do you think it's harder? Well, because you don't because you because you don't have a, a, a playing ground to practice on. You can't right. golf. You can go hit as many balls as you want. You know, right. uh, baseball. You can go hit as many balls as you want. W- w- surfing, you have to wait for waves, and then once the waves come, you have to like be in the right spot to catch them because there are rules about who can get on a wave and who can't. And then you know, how long c- can you be on a wave to practice? Like four seconds, you know. Right. And then how many waves are you going to catch? Three. <laughs> so maybe you get twelve <laughs> seconds of surf practice, like on a good day. You know what I mean? Like you have to like. To be
4: good at it in surfing, st- you have to grow up, too, man. The upper, it's yeah, brutal. you have I to just, be really, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And, and, but you have to live on the beach and do it every day. Like if you start late in life, like me, I'll never be great. You know, I'll, I'll at best be intermediate. Like that's the best I can hope for. Well, yeah,
1: and I guess when you're when you're skating on concrete, the difference is that you know the the ocean is basically the most dominant force on the planet, and it, yeah. it's not like the concrete reaches up and tries to knock you off your board. I mean, you have to contend with yeah. I'm, I'm about, you know, you have to learn how to duck dive properly. and ha- I just went yeah. snorkeling over the holidays and I feel like I drank five gallons of salt water <laughs> even just with a
3: fucking <laughs> snorkel in my mouth. So yeah.
1: if there was any dynamic yeah. movement of the water that was
3: trying to swap, It's weird, like the ocean is so powerful. Like every gallon of water, if you think about how heavy a gallon of water is that hits you with momentum and you think about just one wave, how many gallons of water are in a wave. So if you're out when it's, big i mean you can really get rattled you know yeah, it's, it's, i mean it's, i've ruptured both eardrums twice oh jesus christ surfing i broke my nose and you know you know those injuries you get how does wow. it so what is the cuz when i cuz when i was snorkeling i went down
1: just a little ways uh-huh. and it felt like my a head was going to implode from the inside. And then I right. realized, oh, uh, nature has, uh, has dictated that I'm not supposed to go this far underwater. Right. And so I went right. back up. But right. what, How do you? How, first of all, how do you know that you've ruptured your eardrums? And what can you, <laughs> what can you do about it once you're on the beach well, with your surfboard? I
3: ruptured my first eardrum surfing at Newport Beach, and it was really big. And I just went for this wave, and I just got thrown by the lip and just slammed onto the uh, – like – Sideways onto the water So it was just the impact And I came up And everything was sideways And spinning in a circle and, and I knew something was And there was an immense pain in my ear So I could see the beach But it kept going in a circle So, and, so I couldn't tell where to go To get to the beach So I tried to paddle further out Because I was in the impact zone And I barely made it out And then, yeah Because uh, your inner ear is all messed up Because there's a hole there And then I finally, I got, I went in and then my ear bled all night and then I went and saw a doctor and he goes, yeah, uh, 30% of your eardrum is gone. Oh, (laughs) and he showed me the hole. and, um, and luckily, yeah. And and I couldn't hear bass. It was a weird thing. I could hear people talk, but I couldn't hear any bass. It was a weird experience, but your eardrums are fine. If you like eighties music, (laughs) (laughs) there's no bass. (laughs) Right. Um, but uh, it, luckily your eardrums grow back Like, I mean, I was lucky They, they put like a little, uh, a little piece of cloth To help it grow back together And it grew back That's And, probably and real then hard. I ruptured it again That's probably the same one <laughs> Yeah, I've done that one twice And the other one, yeah, both of them twice yeah.
1: That's a fun day for a doctor Who gets to see like, hey
3: I don't, This is great You've blown out most yeah, of your eardrum right, right. Do you want to see it? Yeah. They had, there was a camera in my ear and a, and a TV And I could see it was your was your equilibrium off the entire time? No, that that came back, but the the most the, uh, immediately there was like that weird. It was weird cuz literally everything was sideways and going in a circle, but I was in one spot. It was it was very bizarre. And how soon before you got back on board again? Um that was a few I let that heal. That was a few months. Yeah. But
1: even so, that's still there was no part of I it.
3: always wear earplugs now because it it it, it will stop you from getting from impact get, getting your your, your eardrums blown. see
1: the entertainment business is perfect oh. for both of you guys because you can be horribly knocked on your face and then you'll still get back up and keep doing it right i think that's what you take into this business that's what
4: you take absolutely into yeah business. yeah that's totally true <laughs> that's a good point totally when
1: true. did when you've made the jump from uh when did when did you make the jump from from mall
4: school? rats with kevin smith was and how did movie. how did he how did he find you for that uh Gay Ribisi, um Giovanni's mom Is m- my manager And basically I was dating Marissa Rabisi At the time Giovanni's twin sister Back in the early 90s I was still a skater I didn't know anything About acting But I was interested In movies um, And Gay at the time Was managing Marissa and Giovanni And I was just The boyfriend Living in the back house <laughs> I was a pro <laughs> skater Just traveling around Skateboarding <laughs> I, I want to try acting You think get, get me some meetings Totally naive Not knowing how it works <laughs> <clears throat> but she was super rad. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I had seen clerks at the Limley sunset five when people used to go to the Limley sunset five and see movies. Right. Um, yeah. and, uh, he, uh, gay Rabisi said, uh, Kevin Smith's in town casting his next movie. Cool. Can I get a meeting? She knew Don Phillips who was casting Morats. he had cast Dazed and confused and fast times. Right. <clears throat> Wow Marissa was in Days Confused She was the curly redheaded girl Right That was hanging out With Adam Goldberg's Character So Gay City Called Don Phillips And said uh, Is it alright If my daughter's Boyfriend comes in And, 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 and meets uh, you For the Kevin movie uh, He's not an actor But I think he's A pretty cool guy And maybe you guys can do it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And to Don Phillips Credit He said Yeah no problem I went and I met With Don Phillips And uh He let me come back and read for for Kevin, and I was not very good. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but somehow Kevin thought there was something there and told me that I I was I got the part, and I was totally shocked. I had no idea. Was it was it a because I haven't seen it
3: yet? Is is it a big part? I mean, is it (laughs) Mulrath? In Mulrath? Yeah, in Mulrath. Yeah, he's pretty.
1: It's pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. So it's not like
3: it's not like it's not like a couple scenes. Like that no, was a no, big. He's
1: like no. one of the
4: stars of the movie. Oh my it's, god! It's, oh my god! It's a movie stealing performance, buddy. <laughs> 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 Everybody knows that. I know, right? Right. Who the fuck am I? Who um, is this guy? <laughs> but then, Mallrats absolutely bombed. It made no money. It just wasn't. I mean, now I, you know, there's a new generation of kids, you know, watching it, which is cool. But at the time, it made no money. So I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was already starting to get out of skateboarding. Um, thought, well, I, I, and then, luckily, Kevin had "Chasing Amy" written and. And, Which ironically, I saw at the Lemley Sunset Five. You did. I saw that. at oh, that's the awesome. Sunset Five. I don't know. Had he not called on that, I don't know what I would have done because it's not like my uh, agents could have been like, you know, the guy from Mallrats. <laughs> the uh, guy from you from know Madness? what? Yeah. So that definitely helped. Just things. like Sam just did.
3: <laughs> 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 I politely. Mallrats
1: is a Mallrats is fun. Mallrats is a fun No, I movie. know. Just I thing. know.
3: <laughs> we had we had our, our our the our the make Bridget met you on who did makeup makeup for Cocked met you on Mallrats right? Yeah, did she, she, she she was doing make makeup on, for, Mallrats. on Mallrats. On she, yeah. she told me that she's been
4: at it for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And she
3: did makeup on True Blood tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You Trouba. were on True
4: Blood. We're even because I haven't really seen. The show, uh, yeah,
3: so. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, actors like we don't really watch each other's stuff. Like, we well, don't that's really,
1: the thing is, like when you like, when you meet other when you meet other performers and they go, "I'm sorry, I haven't seen your thing." I'm always like, "I, it's fi- I don't care. It doesn't it's fine. It, I don't I expect you this to is, see." This is this is
3: the worst thing that somebody can say to me is like oh I'm so I haven't seen True Blood I'm so sorry right. my favorite and is I just
4: f- want to say fuck
3: Who I don't fucking care my like, favorite is know? my
4: wife loves My Name is Earl oh that's good <laughs> or my mom loves that show right like it's almost like they're say, they're doing it to make right, a right, point, right right, right? right, 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 I'm not right, going right. to give it up right yeah. now, buddy, but I'm I'll give you, it up yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, let yeah, you know yeah. that I've got a cousin in totally. Tennessee that loves Personally, Rams I'm above right,
1: it, right. but I, people <laughs> that I know that are uh, quite frankly stupider, right. uh, yeah, they yeah, are yeah, into exactly. the thing that you're yeah, doing. That's, yeah, that's yeah. such a backhanded compliment. But
4: then when they want you to sign something, they give you their name. What's your wife's name? Dave what (laughs) yeah yeah uh, don't worry about it yeah uh
1: i i was i watched true blood for the seven seasons right was it seven yeah i watched six seasons i watched the first episode of season seven and i got so mad Then again not your fault (laughs) but i thought like the and i talked about this when uh kristen bauer was on that uh the way that Tara died was such a fucking uh, like. This is a character who's been a major character on the show, and just all of a sudden they're like, she died off screen. Like a fucking major character dies, and it's it's off screen, and then you just like it's basically her mom and stander going, she died right over there, and that's it. And I thought, you, that's what a fucked up thing to do to your audience and to the performer to basically say like, we know you were a major character for seven years, but uh, you're and, and I got so mad at the way that that was handled that I just felt like. I don't want to see a bunch of characters that I've been watching start to to die in ways that
3: are going to piss me off. Right. Yeah, I know it was weird because we knew I knew she was going to die, but I didn't know how it was going to be shot. It would be shot like that. I it think, wasn't I, I shot it was. at all. Yeah, it was, kind of, it was kind of not shot. They yeah, dumped a bucket yeah, of goo was, on the ground and they're like, there, there, there she was. Been, there should have been like a big, va- you know, Look like out, Minotaurs Heroic or fight or yeah. something. But yeah, she was just goo. She was
1: vampire goo. True Blood was a fun show, Jason, because <clears throat> in the beginning the show was very much what I assumed to be kind of a, an allegory for um, intolerance. Uh, and mm. so in the first handful of episodes, there's not a lot of hocus-pocus in the show at all. And then clearly something happened, like maybe halfway through the first season and the first season, we're like, well, it's a show about vampires, but there aren't really any vampires. There's no vampire shit in it. So all of a sudden, like... Everyone That's when you were A shapeshifter Like everyone just Became a thing And it was yeah. it became this You know this This incredible Like fairy tale soap opera Kind of a show
3: I loved yeah. it It got crazy it, Yeah the first The first season Was kind of chill And then it just got Huge and big And so many characters And everybody had powers And with me They were planning on Waiting until the Tenth episode To kind of reveal that And they kind of Wanted to make me Sort of a red herring For maybe I was The murderer Murdering right. the people in town but yeah, it was just like, you know, like you would just it was it was a popcorn and coke, you know, crackhead. Like, give me more fantasy, give me more monsters, give me more, you know, more and more and more. And it was kind of it was kind of great that way. It was fun. You know, I,
1: Although I think even they realized that the uh, Weir
3: Panther storyline was a strange they, yeah, strange, they did dead end. They did, yeah. But it was hard to keep that up, like to to outdo yourself and you know make it crazier each week or make it sexier or make it you know. So so it was just is tough, tough, tough on the writers, I mean, it is, especially uh, you to, know, get, to get through seven years is a, that's a
1: lot. with sci-fi fantasy fantasy shows, they I, I feel like there's more of a challenge in the writing because every season, the same thing happened with Buffy, too, where it was the, at the end of a season, it was like, this is the worst thing these characters have ever seen, Right, and right. it's something apocalyptic, and then the next season they have to figure out, well, what's even more apocalyptic yeah. than the Apocalypse?" and then they have to like season after season keep making something the worst thing Mm -hmm. in the
3: world and and after a while it just I don't know how you keep
1: I don't know how you keep doing that. But was the experience fun for you? Did you have a nice time?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was it was fun. I mean um, it was the you know, the the being out being outside all night, you know, in short sleeves or naked was tough. He was naked a lot because his character could turn into animals
1: and so he would he would shift out of his clothes and then he'd shift back and then he'd be totally
3: naked. Totally. I I like yeah, I'd shift into a horse and then and then I'd shift back and my clothes would be ten miles away. Did you keep the dick? Uh, I, when you I, think? I,
1: Could you partially shift? I would do that sometimes. Yeah, I would. I would hold on that. a certain
3: certain like appendages and yeah. I don't but, think I'd be uncomfortable I, in
1: a show if they were like you got to be naked. I mean, you're like you – were, there were scenes where you were just – Well,
3: a lot of people were naked, but it, they had sexy lighting and music, and they were like having sex with beautiful people, and I'd just be naked like in the trees, like looking, <laughs> running like, by a significant. lake. Yeah. Yeah, or, or like standing in front of all the other characters who are clothed, like giving them information, and I'm naked. <laughs> that was the worst. Like in the last year, I had to do that, and it, literally everybody in the cast was there almost, and, and then I was there, Nate. It was... I had
4: to do a fair bit of that in Cocked. Oh, you did. Yeah, 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 you did. Really? Yeah. Yep, a lot of, lot of sexy time. Yeah. Co- oh, yeah, it's Amazon. So there's, a lot of nudity.
1: So there's no, there's no content restrictions, right?
4: Apparently not, no. When they, when they gave me a cocksock and told me to put it on, I was like, well, I guess it's not very restricted over here at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> this part Yeah,
3: it was crazy. Yeah, you had that whole montage, and then you also had the stuff at the beginning with those. As my oh, mother, yeah. As my mother calls it, the pornographic... Part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> there's a
4: few of those. Yeah, that was a little. That was a little awkward. Yeah. Definitely, just literally wearing a sock over your. Yeah. 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 It's weird. Body makeup. All I mean, there's a whole to do with it. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now I understand what you went through on. Did True Blood.
3: Bridget do your? Did she give you spray? Uh,
4: no, you're. You know, it's like you're up against the wall in the hair and makeup trailers. You know, as if you're being frisked. You know, your leg and she's. Putting makeup on your ass cheeks. I mean, and do do, and and
1: by the way, dudes do not have it bad, and they're like like women have it way worse with that kind of stuff in the yeah. entertainment business. But it's still, uh, you know, it's you still you still
3: can't help but be self conscious, and things are yeah. shot in HD, and you're like, yeah. oh, no. I don't
2: know. But the
3: makeup thing is weird. Like for the first four years of True Blood, Bridget or Lana would come in and into my trailer. And put body makeup on me. And the first four years it was with a, like a sponge or a thing. So I'd be standing there for like 45 minutes with, you know, somebody kneeling in front of me, putting this makeup on. I mean, it was so bizarre. And then finally, uh, we, uh, we got a spray and there was a spray. But Bridget, um, she'd come in and it was weird. It was like a weird date because I'd be like, oh, this is gonna be so awkward. I gotta have music and should I offer her a Coke? or I don't know. So you'd be doing that. And then She's dating uh, this dude who's the roughest-looking teamster <laughs> <laughs> on the show, and like I'm, all, and she leaves, and I'm always like, "Hey Jeff, what's up? You man? get a boner while my wife was Yeah, being yeah, exactly. A boner. He's like, no, <laughs> nothing no, no, happened, got, man. Boner, no dude. Nothing happened, dude. We're cool, right? We're cool, right? <laughs> and Jeff, like, is so serious. I mean, he's the sweetest guy, but he's like the scary. He where he has like a mohawk and like tats everywhere. And it would always be this weird thing, like, "What's up, bro? Nothing, you know." Like, we, it's not really a date. Like, I was naked, <laughs> you know, but like, nothing happened. You know? She was
1: being paid to do it. Okay, that sounded yeah, weird.
3: Yeah. I mean, it,
1: it was part of, uh, and especially on, especially on Trouble being naked around you guys, like Joe Meganello and Ryan Kwanten, like they're they're they they're men on that show that are like the most perfect human specimens. That you could possibly... They're like if
3: you drew a superhero, that's what they're... Yeah, you're, in, like, in real life. <laughs> like, Joe Mangano literally ha- is like a superhero. He like really He is. Was, like, literally, you know... And so's Ryan. I mean, there were a few people on our show that were. And then there was me. I was literally starving myself so I wouldn't have a belly. <laughs> like, I couldn't <laughs> even go for... I mean... I didn't even, you know, I couldn't even go for the six pack. I was just going for passable, you know? <laughs> you know? And also the first year, I didn't know this was going to be the deal. The first year I was like, I'm a freaking bartender, man. I've got like, I'm not going to work out. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm a bartender and, and nobody, we're not doing that. Are we guys? And then freaking Ryan Quanton, who's like, uh, I mean, again, like so cut and ripped you know, and then even Steven, I was just like, come on, guys. Jeez. Really? We're going to have to do that? All right. So then season two, like, I had to exercise and <laughs> <laughs> give a shit about your body.
1: How are you guys? Uh, how are you feeling now? Like, you know, do you, because the, 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 I don't have kids, so I'm, I'm always grilling people about their kids. Uh is it, is it that thing where it's like, you don't understand. It's the greatest thing you could ever experience in your home. Like, is it, that, is it that as amazing? Was it not amazing before? Did you have the light bulb moment?
4: You have your moments where it's amazing and you remember how amazing it is for sure. But it, it's real. We're human beings. It's real life. It's, you know, it's hard. It's hard as shit. It's so hard. It's man. super hard. Like my first response when
3: people at this, because I have three-year-old twins, right? Because they're three right now. When people ask me about, is it, not my first thing. Is not like, oh my god, it's so amazing. It's like <laughs> I'm like, it's fucking hard, man. It's really hard. I'm really tired. They're awesome. They're great, but it's really <laughs> relentlessly difficult. Yeah, you know. And and I'm glad. I'm so happy that they're a lot. I mean, it's it's a it's a total miracle, but it's definitely you know. If you don't have kids and you don't want them, definitely don't have them because there's pros and cons, you know. Yeah, I think it's definitely. I think it's, it's not that- like I'm saying everybody should have kids because it's a, you know, it's it's, you know.
1: Well, yeah, you should. There are definitely enough people in the world. It's not like yeah, human shortage. You know, like we, there's enough people in the world. It's not like I think in the classical worlds, like in the you know, one thousand, two thousand years ago, it just the population density was not what it is now, and so you know, yeah. it was like oh. We need to expand our tribes. We need to expand our numbers so that our immediate community can establish some type of social dominance. I mean there was a, there was a real you know, um, survival of the fittest but, in, but with groups. And so mm-hmm. it made a lot of sense. Like everyone have kids. Have as many kids. But now I feel like don't just have kids just to have kids. Like have them because you want to share your life and foster a human and you know, like, mm-hmm. do, do good things and you know, yeah. pass on. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just keep wondering if I'm going to hit, like, 60 and go,
3: ah, fuck, I really want, I should have passed my jeans on, you know, <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to see your jeans passed on, to see, like, your, your face and their faces, and it's, it's you know, it's pretty cool.
4: It, it is, for me, a constant reminder of trying to keep my shit together. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I love so much mm-hmm. about it. You know, we all get so wrapped up in ourselves, and I need more of this, and I need to do more of that, and I need more time, and I this, and I that. And you see your kids, and you go, fuck, they're so cool, man. You know, I gotta. Yeah. The, and then you become more aware of the importance of taking care of them, and then you step outside of yourself a little bit more. That constant challenge is really cool. Keeps you a little more humble, I think. You know, mm-hmm. so that's been cool for me instead of being so self- well
1: yeah i mean I, i'm I, I, I will admit that i'm clearly like no i want i want me time
4: like i am I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm still, still, any I'm still selfish any parent does any parent does and it just help it just teaches balance mm-hmm. you know what i mean it help it teaches balance between you time and you know and the when you know when you stop and and say what do you need sweetie because it's so easy to go oh i'll be right there i'll be here. When I actually take those moments to stop and look into my daughter's eyes and say, what do you need, sweetie? Mm-hmm. Well, dad, this and this and that. All right, let me help you with that. I usually end up walking away feeling a lot better about myself than I do when I go, uh, go ask your mom. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Or oh, I'll get to you in 15 minutes or whatever. When I take those moments, they kind of ground me for a second. Like you find you need those <clears throat> moments of being grounded for a minute. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a cool aspect of it
1: for me. And yours are 3, so they're just starting to have like expressed themselves in ways that are I would imagine,
3: right? Well, it, it, they've not I mean they've they've been like their own persons and unique personalities and very expressive throughout their whole lives, but they are speaking more, you know, and uh and it's just it's just insanity, you know. It's like uh I mean it's a lot of fun, but uh it's it's uh, we were talking about it like, you know, when you're an adult, you kind of want to sit, you want to sit down, you know, (laughs) you want to like, you want to just hang a little bit, but all they want to do is run around in circles and play pirate and play good guys and bad guys and chase them and, and monster. And that's awesome, man. If you come, if you just were a person and you jump into that scenario and you could do that for 45 minutes and have a blast, you know, (laughs) but if you live it like every day, every day, all day, it's, it's still fun. But it, you just want to sit down every once in a while, you know. Like you want. To, <laughs> but it's interesting Something when you have 3 year A lot of sitting yeah, down. When time at home, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Well,
3: I'm trying to make a point here, um, <laughs> but when you, yeah, they're they're particularly at a at a really high energy level phase, and it's you know it's crazy and fun and a blast and uh, exhausting and you know all, all you They're love. just generating
1: so many cells
3: and so yeah. much new energy. I just and remember, and I and I'm so disappointed in myself sometimes because I remember when I was their age going how come all the adults are sitting down like we're playing don't they want to play right and i I remember saying i will never be that i will never do that and now i find myself you know like when we're outside like pulling up a chair to sit down and be like (laughs) i'm gonna watch you guys play and talk to you and i'm gonna sit down right here and i'm like god that's so lame man but we only have so much energy you
4: know yeah
1: you know
4: (laughs) would
3: you uh would it be your
1: dream i mean Would you ever say like, well, maybe there's a point where I have enough of things that I need where I just wouldn't work for a while just to be with the kids? Or do you feel like, no, it's very important for me to – I still – as much as it's important to give stuff to them, I still need to do stuff that's fulfilling to me as as a human being as well. Like where do you – what's the delineation between satisfying your own needs and satisfying Mm -hmm. the kids' needs?
3: Well, I mean as an actor, I mean unless you're on a – like. CSI Miami or something where you're working 11 months and you're the lead character, right? And you're never home. Like for me for on True Blood, I'd work for 5 months and then I have all this time off. Like you end up as an actor having a lot of time off to be with your kids. So um I feel like I have as a dad um and Jason, you're pro- it's probably the same for you. I don't know. Like I feel like I've spent way more time with my kids than the average father, like way more. Right. So I feel like In a way, I almost feel like uh, I I need more time. I don't know. Not that I need more time away, but I don't know. It's like – it's not really my choice. I kind of – I'm kind of lucky because I get to make a – I'm so lucky, like so lucky to make a living doing what I like to do and also get to have a lot of time with the kids. Like, that just is crazy luck. Um, and hopefully I'll get to keep doing that. But you have to keep working, and you never know how long your jobs are going to be. Yeah. Or if you go out of town, yeah, what you if shoot a move out of town. if you got out to of town? If like,
1: gotta be in Prague for six months? Then what, do you not do
3: it? Or <laughs> do you mean, figure out how to get the family there? I guess, I don't know. You take it day by day. I haven't had too many tough choices yet. But I've had a couple where I've been out of town for a while, and you kind of fly back and forth. You go, am I going to take the kids to Pittsburgh? Or am I going to just fly back and forth as much as possible? And you figure it out, and I decide to fly back You shouldn't take forth. anyone to Pittsburgh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You> love, <right? laughs> I'm teasing Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh was fun. Pittsburgh. I, I performed in Pittsburgh at the end of last year. It was fun. It was fun. Right. It was fun.
3: I kind of grew up near, near Pittsburgh. I grew up in Charleston, West Virginia, which oh. is a great freaking city. And, uh, Do you go back there much? No, which is terrible. I should. <laughs> My parents moved
1: so
4: I don't go back. It's much. easy for you. You're just like Huntington Beach, right? You're just like south on the 405. No, no more family there though. Oh. So I I never make it down to uh what they now call the OC. <laughs> I'm re- I'm rarely down. You're, you're uh, I, I rarely curtain. go beyond the orange curtain, You yeah. don't go you don't go back to your roots and go. Ah. <laughs> just go back and
3: Dude, you should just go and just start skating. You should just do you ever just show up places and I mean you must just start show up places and start skating and People are like, oh, hey, Jason Lee, man.
4: Can uh, I, around can LA, I, can yeah, I skate, skate, skate next parks, to you? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. There's some good parks here, man, for sure. I want to get. I've told you, I want to get some pads and get padded up and go to a, like, but a wooden park. I, I don't want to do concrete because.
4: You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll be like the Kmart dad yeah, <laughs> With like the The, yeah. the little wrist totally. And like totally. your helmet With the hair coming out the side yeah. Like and, a mattress pad yeah. Like, like yeah. one of those egg crates Just around, <laughs> around your body I'd be, that, I'd be that guy too Yeah let's do it Yeah, There's a great skate park called the Cove in Santa Monica mm. It's amazing What's great about it it's all concrete and it's really smooth. There's a big bowl. There's a, a a smaller bowl, and then there's like a little street course area with banks and stuff. I want to get in a half pipe and just start. Yeah,
3: start going. The cove would be good. Cove would be good. Yeah, I read something online that said that you did
1: stand up, but I don't. I don't know. No, really... I've
4: never. I never did stand up.
1: Yeah, it, there was a thing. I think huh. it might even be. I think it might even be on your Wikipedia page that says, you know, Jason Lee is a a stand-up comedian,
4: writer, actor. I'm like, I I didn't know Jason did stand-up. No, I've never done stand-up, ever. I don't know what that would be like.
1: Maybe you did before there was a horrible skating accident
3: and you
4: forgot. <laughs> what if I have this illustrious stand-up yeah, career what you that I've it? totally forgotten about? Like, <laughs> Sam's,
3: like Sam's bringing it up on, on YouTube. I just
4: start wearing like, a helmet. Dude, I've got, got ten
3: shows right here. Jason, you're fucking funny. The laugh
4: factor? That's me? <laughs> okay, look.
1: Here's the thing. You were never a skater. It's just after the accident we wanted to make you feel cooler. So we said you were a skater. I had a
4: stand-up accident and then I thought yeah, yeah. I was yeah. a <laughs> skater. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) do you like performing like performing live do you like performing live well i don't i don't think i ever have performed no never i've never done theater i've never done stand up panels and stuff like where you have to like 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 comic-con panels or any kind of like live yeah but a lot of that stuff i've done with kevin smith and when you're with kevin smith he of course does all the talking (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) and he's really really fucking good at at that um and I've done a few for like my name is Earl over the years, like the what, what's the the TV the TSAs or something the TCA's. The, the, the TCAs that kind of stuff. But I've never really, you know, done anything where it's like a performance or anything. But yeah, I, does it? I feel like that show ended abruptly. Did it? Did it seem? Yeah, that way to NBC
1: you? pulled the plug. I mean, I thought the show like the show. I thought it had gotten to the point where it's like, okay, like, if you can get up to three seasons, it feels like, okay, you'll probably be around for a while. Like, one, yeah, it was seasons four. one and
4: two are tough. Yeah, it How was f- just four. That's such a weird number for television. What I thought was odd, too, was it, it, it ended on a to-be-continued, right? And what Greg Garcia, the creator, tried to do was at least get them to agree to do, like, maybe a special, like... Two episode ender To sort of end Earl's list Or something There, were, there was talk about There was no, nobody bit on it There was nothing mm. It was just done Dead, gone.
1: So maybe if Amazon picks up Cock, you go, okay, I'll do the
4: series. <laughs> I'd like but to do it just in a classic contract. like meatballs style, like Earl Road trip movie. movie or something. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That there's, would be awesome. Wait, there
1: is absolutely no reason that you couldn't do that.
4: No, I, I, I bet. I, you Greg can't. Garcia said he'd be into doing it, and I think the fan base is big enough to where it would just be a fun romp. It would be silly. It would be goofy, fun for the fans. It would to cost do an Earl nothing. Movie. It would cost nothing for to super make cheap. That. Shoot it in four weeks. You have a built-in you know? audience. Yeah you're a part of that built-in audience, right? I am. You know, oh yeah. My work. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love Mallrats. He was talking about. Yeah, he was talking about how much he was a big fan. Before. He was a big fan of all your work. How surprised he was that I was wasn't a trained actor, but my yeah. how good my performance well, was. Well, Sam particularly <laughs> pointed out
1: that he was amazed that the size of the rats in mall rats. Were, yeah, uh, yeah. Like he thought that was really compelling. And the end where scene
4: the, where they they come in on the mall and yeah, they take right. over. It's a horror they, movie, they start right? Fighting. Yeah. It's scary, exactly. Right. Scary. Yeah. It's like it's
1: like Ben or Willard, but. Uh, but with Kevin, with Kevin Smith, but the fi- uh, my my favorite the part of the movie that still resonates in my head because I still to this day have not been able to do it is I cannot see the stereogram pictures where you're supposed to like fade I can't your see eyes. them either and it drives yeah. me and it, that was the first movie where I was like this properly and publicly exp- expresses the frustration and rage that I feel. That everyone around There's a scene Where they're looking at Where people You know like those pictures That got popular for a while Where they look like They look like noise And then you're supposed To blur your eyes And you see an image Come out three dimensionally The stereograms I've never been able to see one, and people just walk up and go, Statue of
4: Liberty. I'm like, where are you fucking yeah. seeing that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure it out. On set, everybody was trying to figure it out. I couldn't. And people talk part. to you. And when you can't, yeah.
1: people talk to you like that you're an idiot. They go, just blur your eyes. I feel like like it's I, blurring I know. It. I feel
4: like it's bad for you to see that. Like, it's, it's bad for good.
1: you to like
3: cross yeah. your eyes and blur your eyes. And, you know? like, I feel like you'll never get out of that. And, it, and it probably it.
1: is hypnotizing you in crazy yeah. ways to think you were a skater and not a stand comedian. Uh, for, 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 I think an Earl movie would be incredible. Be I, I, I don't see any fun. reason... I might wh- see that. I don't see any reason... I don't see, <laughs> I don't see any reason why that couldn't happen because especially if you're... I mean, look, I get I get that television is not... that First and foremost, they're not trying to service their audience. They're basically trying to do whatever makes them... What they feel, you know, like affects their bottom line the most. But as a fan of stuff... It fucking sucks when a show – like, I, I still have series that ended that, that didn't resolve that are just weird open loops in the back of my head. Yeah. That I mm-hmm. just want, like, a little bit of closure. It's mm-hmm. – you know, that's why Breaking Bad was my favorite finale of all time because it was like, well, it's all wrapped up. I never have to – you know, I don't have to mm-hmm. wonder about it anymore. I think mm-hmm. we had a fairly successful X-Files 2015 campaign. Yeah. I think we should. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Uh, I think we should do uh, an Earl movie campaign. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Earl movie. Hashtag Earl movie. Earl movie. My name is movie. Earl movie. I think Earl movie.
4: Yeah. Earl movie is good. Yeah, Earl. I get it all the time. At least you know a few times a week. I mean, you're going to tell see, me what that happened I... to Earl? What? What is? It, are we ever going to see him finish his list? And.
1: You can't tell me yeah. that just, you know, for a, a few million bucks, they couldn't make that and make their money back on that. Just like selling it digitally or putting it on Netflix yeah. or Amazon or some, something. I mean, sure. like that would be a, Yeah. You know, it's all, you know, all that shit though, it's, it's really simple to go like, why don't they just dot, dot, dot? And then, and then lawyers start popping up and you're like, oh, this is why <laughs> this person yeah. has the rights to this and this. And, and yeah. networks will squat on stuff even if they have no intention. They're just like... You know, it'd be like if you were starving and then there was a rich guy and he had a full breakfast. They're like, can I have that toast? No, you're not eating it, but I'm, you're not going to have it. Like, they just don't mm-hmm. want other people to have their intellectual property. But I, th- mm-hmm. but I really feel like if we could generate enough interest, that then they, that's what would make them listen because networks like to hear things like social media right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll try. We'll try. We'll, we'll try to make Let's this.
3: Let's
4: do it. Let's talk it up. 2016, can maybe. I, can I
3: be in it? Yeah. Okay.
4: All right. You have to watch Mallrats first. You can be in it, though. (laughs) Your audition for the movie is he's going to quiz you about (laughs) Mallrats. You can be in it only if you're a a nude in a tree.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nude in a tree. You have to be nude in a tree. Wow.
4: A la True Blood. Yeah. Yeah. I was never in a tree, so maybe... Well, you said that you were the guy that would be nude in a tree. And everybody, said, you else, did, you was everybody else was looking yeah, did, super sexy. Oh, oh, oh! And you'd God. be the
3: yeah. I, what I meant to say was nude in the midst of a bunch of big trees.
4: Oh, Okay. Yeah.
1: Well,
3: yeah. But I pictured it, you naked. I'll be. It's a good image. I'll be nude in a hunched tree. up, up shaking tree. cold on a tree I'll do branch. That. Going. I'll do that. Where
4: are my clothes? <laughs> Has anybody seen my clothes? <laughs> How did like, I get up? I here? was a
3: hawk, <laughs> and now I'm a human. <laughs> 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 I've, I've never been Nude in a tree So I'll, I'll do it Well this is the movie Will
1: kick things up a notch It'll take you from right. Nude in front of a tree To being nude on a tree On a tree Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, I, I, I enjoy this type of a, I enjoy this type of a mission So I, I we'll, we'll, we'll do whatever we can To try to make this happen You're on board Have you talked to, Did you talk to Jamie Or anyone else Like they, other people oh, be on do board I, Of course totally they would
3: yep. I work with Jamie Yeah
4: Yeah She's a firecracker She totally is She <laughs> was so great As Joy on that show Man yeah.
1: What was what, what did you work with her in?
3: I did a I did a uh, it was it was Showtime's second year of putting out shows, and it was a show called Going to California that Scott Rosenberg created, and me and this guy Brad uh, actor Brad Hickey, was like a cross country like these two dudes going to California, and we had incredible we had like incredible guest stars we had Jamie Presley and Vince Vaughn and like these crazy people that came on and did it and it got canceled, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. You never. Don't get attached. Don't get attached. Yeah, never get attached. attached. Yeah. Are you yeah. good
1: with... How many seasons of True Blood were you in before you were like, okay, I think we'll be doing this for a while? N- never. Really? You always never. felt like it was
3: going to be the last season? They never told us. I mean, once we hit season four, I think we peaked season four, we fi- I figured we'll definitely get five. But then after... Every year it was sort of like, I don't know, a maybe, but I don't know. I'll don't tell know. you what I'm going to miss. I don't know why.
1: It's just a weirdly it's a weirdly comforting thing, but... Going to Comic-Con in San Diego and staying at the Hilton Bayfront, all the elevators were always papered with true blood. It was just all yeah. – and and it was always the first reminder to me that I was at Comic-Con because it's right when you check into the hotel and you go uh-huh. there you're like, it's Comic-Con because there's vampires <laughs> in the ele- that are on the elevator.
3: Yeah. And it's not – we're not going to have that no, anymore. No, I know. That was – that Comic-Con was crazy. I mean that was the perfect kind of storm for our show and that was – uh, you know, we were so it was like being the Beatles. Like you were, we were so huge at Comic Con, and then like you go home the next day, and and it, you know, and you it's so funny like how you can be really famous and popular in one geographic spot, and then like a few feet out of that spot, like nobody cares.
1: Just playing over yeah, You're just like you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what Comic Con was. You know. Have you yeah. been? Have you been to? Uh,
4: I went to Comic Con once, maybe when from rats. Yeah. Oh wow. And I in the movie I play this this comic book kid that no that's his world comic I don't uh, I don't know anything about comic books, mm-hmm. so Kevin said I, we're going to have a screening of Mallrats at Comic Con. I said I, I'm scared. I don't want to go. What if I'm cornered by all these comic book kids and they start asking me all these questions about uh, y- y- you know uh, uh, Spider Man? I don't know how, where he gets his web from. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, some I was of genuinely scared that I was going to be. I, so, I what's your favorite that. comic book? Yeah. What's your favorite comic book? Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally at Comic Con being asked those questions, and I'm answering by saying Superman. Uh, Superman. I, uh, <laughs> Superman, did I you, didn't want to disappoint, right? Did you pretend? I mean, did you or did you I, give I answers? I or kind of you,
3: yeah, yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want people to go, eyes oh, a fraud. But they he's were, an actor. That's right. You thought he was a real comic book But That'd be
1: the same of you getting a true plan when someone goes, uh, shift into a beagle. And you're like, no, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, was exactly, a real Yeah, exactly. Totally. Real it's guy. like, I can't really. You can always know. just skate away, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then hit a pebble and fall. <laughs> <laughs> pebble. Oh, he doesn't know comic books and he can't skate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy.
2: He's out of there.
1: So, uh, Cocked is available now on Amazon. Yeah. uh, And you should watch it so that they can make more of them. And uh, and Earl Movie. Hashtag Earl Movie. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to make this happen. Oh, also, I'm sure you get this a lot. I fucking loved Syndrome. Love Me too, man. That that fucking movie, The Incredibles, is one of my favorite animated movies of all
3: time. Me too. You were a voice in The Incredibles? (laughs) I saw that. You're He played Syndrome. He played Syndrome. Listen. I guarantee you, Jason's never seen a single movie out that. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that. All
1: right, well, let's find so out. So let's put this, let's <laughs> put this,
3: we'll this like, oh, Sam has it to rest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we don't need up. to do it because it's, no, no, I, I no, know no, it's true. Gonna, I want to talk gonna, about The Incredibles because that was yeah. such a good movie. He so played the villain. He was Syndrome. You were the villain. Okay, I got to watch it again because I love that movie. Okay, <laughs> Brad Bird is one of the most talented people I've ever Fucking worked with. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Unbelievable director. Absolutely. Chris, I don't want to hear a list of my movies because they're, they're really, like, I really, because it's just going to be no, no, no. And also, I just don't want to hear that list. Like, I really don't want to hear the, the Fault list. in Our Stars? Is a
1: popular movie? I have not nope. seen that. Jason. No. God. Well, you probably saw 2014's Me,
4: where he played David.
3: No,
1: no, okay. I, don't, I don't, right. don't know if
3: anybody's seen that movie.
4: Um, it well, sounds terrible be- coming from not, an actor, but is, I, I is, don't go to the movies a lot. No. Yeah, I don't watch much seen, TV. He man, lives,
1: he lives in the you know. Um, well, I'm you sure know. you saw White Rabbit in 2013.
4: No. Okay. The white go rabbit on.
3: hasn't come out. It's coming. I can. Okay. I can that was can. a trick question. This then. is a good plug because it's anyway, coming out go, going back 13th. to me and
4: being in the Incredibles, <laughs> you know, I found it really interesting uh, the process of uh, voiceover recording for an animated movie, um, and I really like the Pixar folks; they're just great people. Uh, I would like it to see a sequel of the Incredibles. I
1: am shocked that that never happened. I mean, like that's such a that I would you know, see that. like. Tril- trilogy itis has has gripped the entertainment industry. You think The Incredibles was huge. I'm so surprised that that didn't come back. I had
4: heard right. that Brad Bird was a candidate to direct the new Star Wars, too. Right. That's the ultimate choice for me. Just to, to see get the- a new Star Wars trilogy or oh, you know, yeah. with Brad Bird? Brad at the You know, helm. there there are a
1: couple people that I think uh, I mean I think JJ's going to do a great job with um with Force Awakens, but I I think Brad would do an amazing one. I think Guillermo del Toro would do an amazing, like a
4: weird, dark. Brad Bird's got the humor though. Yeah. He's got that. Mm -hmm. He's got the, the Incredibles is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Such good humor. I'm I'm sure they'll do another one. They have to do another Incredibles. And now they can turn those movies around much faster. When I recorded for the Incredibles, they had already been working on it for like seven years or something. I recorded it. And then two years later it came out. Can I pitch a short film
1: to you? Yeah. My name is Syndrome. And okay. Syndrome basically goes through and has to like do this makeup list for like all of the evil things that he did.
4: That's... I like it. All right. Good. Brad Bird, if you're listening. Greg Garcia, if you're listening. Those guys would come in. Just have a lunch. Right. If you're lawyers. Right. Lawyers, lawyers, if you're listening. Lawyers, if you're listening. Including but not limited to. Uh,
1: yeah, but, I, but so, Earl Movie will work on, and then uh, people should go see Cocked and it, uh, go see it in front of their computers. And, uh, and thank you guys for being here. It was really awesome. nice to meet you. I'm yeah. sorry we never. I think one time, I think there was one Halloween, because the neighborhood we lived in had this amazing Halloween walk. Yeah, I remember Cause it's that. Because it's not a safe. It's weird. Li- having lived in the hills, there's, it's, it's, it feels like there should not be any pedestrian traffic. Because it's curvy and mm-hmm. the streets are tight. Mm-hmm. No sidewalks. No sidewalks. Mm-hmm. And right. people just whip through up there. And constantly people walking their dogs, walking their kids. It feels – I'm surprised more people don't get plowed by, uh, by irresponsible drivers. But they, that area does this, this, this neighborhood Halloween walk <coughs> uh-huh. where they place adults at all the intersections and they keep traffic slow. And it starts like on one street because all the streets are named Oak. So Mm. there's like high oak and green oak and wild oak and spreading oak and oak oak. And so and the kids just start with the families all the way and they would all convene in front of our houses like that little five way Mm -hmm. stop. And it's the only time I've ever felt the sense of a neighborhood in Los Angeles. I've never felt it any other any other time. (laughs) Uh, But it was such a great it was such a great area.
4: I had the Earl mustache then. So I Ah. I think that year I went as Magnum P.I. Oh, nice. I had the Magnum P.I. hat, nice. the Hawaiian shirt, the lay. It was fan- the shorts. Mm-hmm. So you're
1: you're a Magnum cool. fan, or just it a, was, was it the aesthetic?
4: I mean, you know, when you have a mustache as good as the one I had, you're quite competitive. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and you know, but that time I wanted to show my respect for somebody else with a, an, you know, a pretty awesome TV mustache.
1: I just wanted to get you guys to weigh in on whether or not you thought Higgins was in fact Robin Masters. Did you ever hear that theory, mm. Higgins? Who was the who was his yeah. essentially supposed to be like the basically the house servant to this guy Robin Masters? There's a theory that he was actually he was Robin right. Masters. Wow! But I feel like that didn't catch any traction with you guys. So uh, <laughs> I'll just
4: uh, get a, get on my skateboard. Look, I've and hit catch my a head. A, I've hit my head a lot, buddy. I can't. I'm, I'm a little slow. On the I know you had take. a
1: great standup career. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Didn't even know about it. All right.
4: Uh, well, uh, Sam, Jason,
3: are you guys on? Are you on Twitter at all? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter.
4: Yeah, I'm going to I'm not this this tweet this out. I'm just on out. the Instagram thing, the thing with the camera where you post pictures. <laughs> yeah, you put a little picture. But I'm not there, even on that. I'm not on Instagram. Yeah, yeah.
3: So. Well, you guys should we're, – we're, yeah, we're tag-teaming differently.
4: Well, that way yeah, I can uh, post I skate it. videos and skate photos and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I know. i got to get on that. And what exactly? What what is your company making? Do you make you make boards? You make yeah, stereo skateboards. It's a very retro design based company that's been around for twenty some odd years now. We're still going. It's harder now than it was, especially for a, you know, a smaller uh, brand like Stereo. But we yeah, we've been around since '92. We make boards. We have a team of skaters. We put out videos. And yeah. did you did you start the company? In, in yeah, 92? in '92. Wow. Yeah, holy up shit. in up in SF. I was 22 wow. and my partner was 20. That's and he, he does most of the running of it, and he's, he's the creative mind behind it. And yeah, it's a, it's a cool little scene, man. It's That's still great. going. Excellent. Yeah. All right.
1: We're at the end. All righty. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Thank you.
2: Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.